Well, thank you all for being here. I'd now like to introduce you to the person you all came to talk to. He's a great guy, and I've been a disciple of his for some time now. It's hard to keep track of time out here. Anyway, you know, sometimes there's a man. I won't say a hero, because really, what's a hero? But sometimes there's a man. And I'm talking about John here. Sometimes there's a man who, well, he's the man for his time and place. He fits right in there. And that's John the Baptist here in the wilderness. And even if he's a strange man, no one will question that John isn't strange. Quite possibly the strangest guy around Bethany, which would place him high in the running for the strangest worldwide. Sometimes there's a man. Sometimes there is a man. Thank you, Steve. (laughs) That was an introduction. (laughs) Maybe a little weird. I suppose in that respect, it was on brand. Um, Maybe a bit too male-centered with the whole man thing. But you're not wrong. I'm just a guy testifying to the light. Anyway, thanks, Steve. It's still (laughs) kind of weird having all these disciples and followers around. I'm guessing that's why you all wanted to meet with me. (laughs) You want to know what I'm up to out here. (laughs) Well, like I said, they're they're disciples and followers, and I expect that when I meet the Messiah, they'll probably end up leaving me for that individual, whoever that might... Oh, Oh. Uh, well, you know, um, I'm out here in the wilderness, and it can be a little rough, as you can see. But that's not what I'm here to talk about. Are you trying to distinguish yourself from other voices in the wilderness, like Jake Saul or Charlie Zombadillo? No, what? I had an accident, okay? That's all. This isn't some attempt to, you know, visually distinguish myself. Uh, Speaking of which, Jay the Bee, where's the camel skin? (laughs) Okay, all right, look. I didn't mean for that to be a thing. Uh, We just found a bunch of it back of Joanna Fabrics in the dumpster, and Rachel the tailor makes a mean camel skin suit. But- um, So so why aren't you wearing it? Well, like I said, it wasn't supposed to be a thing. Yeah, but but why aren't you wearing it? It's not a big deal. Okay. Usually you're wearing it. (laughs) It just- Needed some alterations, okay? What, what kind of alterations? That's really none of your business. No, why did it need alterations? It was chafing, all right? Is that what you wanted to hear? It was chafing. And because of the chafing, I lost balance and fell off a rock while I was speaking to my followers. And that's why I have the staff. Look, 
I know you're probably here just to get dirt to try to discredit me, right? Like, which is tough when I'm already pretty much removed from societal norms. And more importantly, you're probably here to make sure I'm not a threat to you or your leaders. Am I wrong? That's what I thought. You know, there are a lot of people out here in the wilderness. True. Trying to make a name for themselves by doing stuff that looks a lot like the kind of stuff you do. Well, that's debatable. How are you any different than someone like Andrew Tate? Seriously. I mean, I know I rub people the wrong way and yell a lot, but I'm quoting Isaiah. I'm here to testify to someone else. This isn't about me. I'm not trying to get people to follow me or get them nostalgic for a bygone era when Israel supposedly was so great under King David. I'm not in the Make Israel Great Again or Israel First Clubs. I'm standing with Isaiah. I'm standing with the prophet. I'm standing with the Messiah and saying that we need to bring about justice. The kingdom of God is at hand. Oh, wait. Speaking of Isaiah, before I take any more questions, I meant to read from Isaiah when I first got up here. Hey, you asked to talk to me, all right? I'm making myself available. You can stand and listen to the words of a very important prophet. <clears throat> the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me. God has sent me to bring good news to the oppressed, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and release to the prisoners, to pro proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Sorry, can I just stop here for a moment to say that I know that when people think of me, they don't think so much of hope. They think of a weird guy out in the wilderness who yells a lot and baptizes. And wears camel skin, right? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I just want to say that I find Isaiah both challenging and hopeful, which is not an easy combination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know Isaiah. This is all lovely stuff. Can you just get on with it? Okay. I have a feeling that someday what I've just read is going to make a lot of you really mad. Like, so mad you want to drive someone off a cliff. Yeah, okay, weirdo. Done? Can we ask questions now? No. Where was I? <clears throat> to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to provide for those who mourn in Zion, to give them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a faint spirit. They will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, to display his glory. They shall build upon the ancient ruins. They shall raise up the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations. This guy's a devastation of many generations. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> For I, the Lord, love justice. Wait, are you saying that you're God? What? No! You just said, I, the Lord. When you read scripture, are you saying you're the person who's quoted in the scripture? Am I saying that I'm, wait, what? No! I'm not God! 
I'm not the prophet. I'm not the Messiah. I'm just reading. I mean, the way you read that sure sounded like you were saying it was God. Thank you. That wasn't a compliment. Where was I? For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I will faithfully give them their recompense. And I will make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants shall be known among the nations and their offspring among the peoples. All who see them shall acknowledge that they are a people whom the Lord has blessed. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My whole being shall exalt in my God, for the Lord has clothed me with the garments of salvation. <laughs> I didn't realize that the garment of salvation was a chafing uh, camel skin. <laughs> Again, it was in Joanna's dumpster, and I'm not talking about me. Let me just finish here. God has covered me with a robe of righteousness. <laughs> As a bridegroom decks himself with a garland, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its shoots, and as a garden causes what is sown in it to spring up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all the nations. Look, this passage is about the Messiah, which I'm not, bringing good news to the poor, healing the brokenhearted, to release the captives, to proclaim forgiveness of debts and freedom from slavery, to bring comfort to those that mourn, and so much more. And then the voice shifts to what they will do. It's a communal transformation because of the Messiah. People will take part in their own restoration. Do you see? The Anointed One wants justice. Mr. Feast, tipping your chariot driver a house. What? No! Not at all! Look, I know there are a lot of people out there trying to make a name for themselves by doing what on the surface might look a lot like what something I would do. But that's not what I'm here for. I'm not here to try to make a name for myself. I'm just here to point to testify to the light of the world. Wait, you mean the Son? Yes, the Son of God. Wait, are, we're talking about the same thing here, right? Uh-huh. The light of the world. Yes. The big round burning thing in the sky? No, no. <laughs> I'm talking about a person. Okay, so you're saying you're the Messiah? How many times do I have to say this? I am not. The Messiah. I'm here to testify to the Messiah, the one who will come after me. Oh, so, so you're saying you're Elijah. How do you get that from what I just said? So you're not Elijah. No! Wait, wait, wait. Are we talking about Elijah or Elisha? You know, I always get those two confused, right? I'm not the prophet. Then who are you? Just John. Well, John... The Baptist. No! You all gave me that name. You make a big deal about me wearing camel skin clothes and eating insects and honey, which, by the way, is what I have to eat out in the wilderness. 
although I do make a mean locust and honey taco that is to die for. <laughs> but it's not like I'm trying to make some sort of thing about that. I'm just out here because that's where I'm called to be. I'm baptizing folks with water because that's what I'm called to do. I'm doing all this because I feel this is what God is call calling me to do. I'm supposed to be a voice in the wilderness calling us to make straight the way so, for so, the Lord. If you're not, not the Messiah, no. nor Elijah, definitely not, nor the prophet, no, well, not the prophet, I mean, I'm not that pretentious, <laughs> I'm not like, well, it's not like I went to the Jericho State University, you know what I mean? <laughs> but why are you baptizing? Look, I baptize with water, but the one who comes after me, the son? No, the Messiah, right? Mm -hmm. And this person stands among you, and yet you do not know. Uh, so, so the Messiah is here? And I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandal. Okay, okay. First off, gross. The thong of a sandal, really, that's... <laughs> right where you go. I'm just saying that I'm not worthy. And secondly, this person stands among us? Where? They're here? No, I, I meant more figuratively, like this person is your peer. So you don't actually know who the Messiah is? Well, not yet. I'll know them when I see them. So you're just waiting mm -hmm. to meet the Messiah, and then you'll know they're the Messiah, mm -hmm. and then a bunch of your disciples and followers are going to leave you, and you'll just go back to the baptizing thing? I, I, mean, I hadn't really thought much about after I meet the Messiah, but yeah, I mean, I'm just waiting, and I'm just John. Just John. Yep. JJ. Wait, what? <laughs> just John. That sounds better than J the B. No, hold on, hold on, wait. Again, you're making this about me, and you totally blew through the fact that I just said that the Messiah is among you. Yeah, but not literally. Maybe. <laughs> but then you'd recognize them. You know, you all are here on behalf of Israel's religious leaders, right? And yet, if you were really interested in what I was about, you could ask me what it means to be a voice preparing the way of the Lord. We could consider what it means to testify to a God enfleshed among us. You could consider where you might have possibly seen the Messiah. I read you the prophet Isaiah. We could consider the cyclical nature, something ancient and new, of waiting, waiting for the Messiah, waiting for justice, waiting for what are you doing? <laughs> This is classic J the B. I got a document. Yeah, we're going viral tonight, <laughs> right? <laughs> Unbelievable. You know, I'm out here trying, struggling, asking questions. Because society doesn't, they want answers. They want results. But they don't want to deal with the journey, the process, the waiting and thinking and listening. Yeah. It's way more than just that. Outside of pointing to Christ, I'm not an answer guy at all. 
You, you don't find yourself out here in the wilderness without asking a lot of questions. What questions have you asked God, huh? Or, or what questions are you asking God? Because like I said, I'm clearly not a hopey, joy-filled kind of guy, but I know it's possible to find hope and joy, not in answers, but in the questions that lead to more questions. Yeah, now he's just kind of starting to ramble. Did you get that part, did you? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not sure how much of this is usable. Oh, don't worry about that. We can fix it up for the Pharisees. All right. Mm. <laughs> you know, you just see me as another wackadoodle in the wilderness, don't you? So help me. You know, I pray that the Messiah's coming can get us to move past all this superficial navel-gazing and idol-worshipping of stupid. And if not, well, I don't know. You can serve my head on a platter. That's a weird thing to say. Well, I mean, look at him. He's weird. What do we take back to the Pharisees from all this? JJ? <laughs> and he's out here waiting for the Messiah. Who's among us? Ooh, good. That's creepy. <laughs> you know, most importantly, I'd say that there's nothing here that the religious establishment needs to worry about. Well, thank you all for coming. Don't forget to pick up your packet of complimentary honey-dipped locusts on the way out. And if you see the Messiah, make sure to send them our way. <laughs>